information provided on this podcast does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice. All information, content, and materials available on this podcast are for entertainment purposes only. The views and opinions expressed are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Cultiva Law. Now, without further ado, here are your exquisite esquires, Mio Asami and Fabiola Jimenez. What up, squad? We're back. It's your girls. It's your girls for episode four of four of the business series. Business series. <sighs> it's so hard to <laughs> say goodbye, but that's what happens when you break up and you got to close your shit. That's it. This is where but we're yeah, at. Yeah, because that's what we're talking about. Breaking yeah, we, up. We're talking about- Breakups are hard. Talk, it's difficult. It is. It is. You know? It's hard, but you got to plan. If you Unless plan- you're paid. Also that. <laughs> <laughs> but you, if you plan, you get everything right, the breakup is a lot smoother- than in many of the other situations that mm-hmm, we have seen. Mm-hmm. So our weekly word is actually dissolution. Dissolution. Which is very similar to when you get married. What is oh, your divorce yeah, called? Yeah. Right? A marriage dissolution. dissolution. So this is business divorce. dissolution. It's business divorce. It's business yes. breakup. Yes. It is very hard, but... But sometimes it's not. Sometimes you're leaving amicably. You're like, you know what? I've I'm done, done my deal. Yeah. I've. You guys have, you know, I've contributed everything that I can. You're all going to fly good without me, so... Let's peace out. Also, I'm really rich now, so yeah. I don't cut need you. Cut the chick. And <laughs> cut the chick. She said that eight times already. I have been and saying that all day. You know what? No shame. Because Falcon and the Winter Shoulder is episode two was bonkers and I'm obsessed. Anyway. And also, today, even though we're releasing it on a later day, the day where they're recording it is March 26th, which for all y'all that know, checks over stripes, it's Air Max Day. <laughs> It's Nike Air Max Day. Let's um, let's celebrate, rightly so, even though I'm wearing stripes today. <laughs> I think this is like a millennial thing. I have no idea. I have no idea what, what the date is. Nike, uh, what Nike's, Nike's got Air Max Day. I got Nikes. But... I got lots of Nikes. Yeah. So Nikes are checks, right? Adidas are stripes. So like Drake <gasps> yes. says, oh, yes. checks over stripes. Again, That's it's a I millennial like. thing. I'm so out of the loop. So out of the loop, man. So out of the loop. You're... You're a fucking millennial. What are you talking about? I'm old though. Like I think I'm like I'm just an old soul. I'm just um, I'm just too embarrassing. I'm gonna be that like that embarrassing aunt that tries to stay hip for as long as possible. I'm just gonna be the rich aunt. <laughs> I'm gonna be really snooty. <laughs> That's just my new business. Uh, luckily, I don't have any nephews or nieces, so they don't have to be embarrassed by me. Oh, anyway. Well. <laughs> It'll, it'll be embarrass, embarrassment by osmosis or whatever. Yeah, or you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, y'all. So right, back yeah. to business. So when we're talking about exiting a business, obviously there's a lot of issues that we come across, but the four that we're going to talk about today are really the big kind of all-encompassing Yeah. Like how, it's like a how-to, right? It is like a how-to. Obviously, please, please, please remember that there are so many other issues that come about. 100%. Even as we talk about this, there are multiple layers behind mm-hmm. each each topic, and every topic has a subtopic. Right. Um, but overall, this is going to be a good roadmap for you when you're thinking about what it looks like to exit. Yeah. So first and foremost, I think we've talked your ears off about how important it is to have your documents, right? Yeah. You have to have your documents. You have to have everything formalized. It is no cap. (laughs) See, millennial. (laughs) Hashtag cool mom. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, stop, stop. I'll stop. Um, that was super embarrassing. I'm so sorry. But it's true. <laughs> but yeah, so you, you're talking about like make and all the other episodes, right? We're talking about getting all your, everything buttoned up, right? You have your documents, right? You have everything in writing, you have receipts. Get it right. Get it right. You know, Get yeah, you're right. just basically getting ready for the day you want to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Right? And so Absolutely. Gathering your corporate documents is truly and literally the step one because people have businesses for a number of years and you'd be surprised at where people lose their stuff. Yeah. Right. And so you'll have, you'll change accountants over time. You'll change Mm -hmm. lawyers over time. Mm -hmm. You'll change CFOs and CEOs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so, and even for businesses that are not um, open up for that much longer. I mean, even divorces have a lot to say, you know, someone's stayed with the house with all the business records. I mean, there's just so much that happens. So like truly as simple as it is, like you really have to gather the documents that you have and do an audit, like figure out what you have and what you don't have. And it's really important because if you have the documents, you can base your next move and your exit strategy on what you have. If you don't have those documents, then you have to go by state law to figure out how can I appropriately move to close this mm-hmm. business? Unless, but there's, you can always still adopt an operating agreement. You can. Right before you decide to dis- 100%. dissolve the company. Yeah. Because you, you know, you look at the default rules and you're like, nah, mm, we don't want to do for it me. that way. We right. We want to do it some other way. So you can still adopt an operating agreement with your business partners that will dictate how y'all are going to part ways. Exactly. And like we had mentioned in earlier episodes, right? I mean, that's, that's also super important to keep those documents up to date because as you're exiting and you have someone that hasn't been with the business for four years, Mm -hmm. you actually have to get their permission to do stuff, Absolutely, you know, and especially leaving and closing up the business. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, again, it's so important to make sure you have all your stuff buttoned up, make sure that uh, even if you change lawyers, like at least you're consistent and know what you have in your back pocket. And I mean, we all know, you know, like our audience is mainly cannabis businesses. Um, and there's, you know, there's some hemp listeners, obviously, too, but, and we love you. But as far as cannabis businesses you. go, you know, part of the regulations, as, as far as I've seen, right. part of the regulations from what I have seen in Washington, in Oregon, in California, there are regulations that require you to keep records mm-hmm. correctly and as current and as accurately as possible. That's right. So, I mean, not and- to shame y'all, but. <laughs> We, but we do gotta, we gotta, we gotta pick it up. <laughs> gotta do your yup. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, we've known some licensees that have lost their licenses because they didn't Absolutely. keep their records, which as, as dumb as it is. Which is sad. Yeah, it is so stupid. It is so beyond stupid yes. because, you know, this is such a different industry. However, the policy behind keeping records is that the, uh, you know, state regulatory people just don't want some weird shadiness happening right. behind right. closed doors. And what is the easiest way to do that? To not have a footprint. Right. Um, but that just doesn't make sense. Like you're trying to keep everything nice and tight and, and sell everything right. as completely as possible. Um, all the people that we've had business with are really good people. They're, you know, it's just, it's a little bit different when you're dealing with cannabis businesses. Yeah. And so, I mean, not everybody is nefariously not keeping records. Exactly. Know, it's, like, it's just sometimes you don't just, realize you, you need this. People, you're dealing with people who aren't who, they're small businesses. Yeah, they're not small, like yeah, corporations yeah, sure. with like giant servers in some downstairs basement where they can just keep all their records exactly. and just keep it up to date all the time. Exactly. It's, exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah, so it is but tough, anyway. but it's not impossible and it's really, really important. Mm-hmm. Um, second, The second point is 
once you figure out what you have and what you don't have. And that includes assets, right? So we're not yeah. just talking about Oh, legal that documents. includes assets we're also. Definitely talking about assets. If your yeah. company bought property, if you if your company bought that building that you guys have your farm on, you you need to decide how that's going to be exactly. sold, how it's going to be distributed, mm-hmm. you know, how the ownership is going to go. Talking so. about equipment as well. And yep. so what's really interesting, you know, particularly in Washington is that I mean, you can sell literally everything except the cannabis license in like a one-step process, yeah. right? Like I'm yeah. selling my equipment to mm-hmm. to Tom over here, or and I'm, and I'm selling the the land to Billy over mm-hmm. here, and that's and that's a totally separate. The state stays out of it, but when it comes to your license, yeah. that's where the state kind of comes in and does their own thing to make right. sure to right. approve that sale. And so it's also again really important when you have when you figure out what you have and what you don't have to be able to move those assets accordingly. Yeah, and I get, mean that's that's also in Washington, in California. The license is attached to, to the, business. the business. It's attached to the land. It's attached to yeah. everything. So um, you kind of have to do it all in conjunction with each other and make sure that, um, you know, these things, if your company does own the land that, if the company that holds the license owns that land, you got to make sure that those are happening in conjunction with each other. Yeah. And so, and again, and, and it's, all, it's all your own personal audit. You're figuring yeah. out... What you have and what you don't have in California will make the whole process easier. Mm-hmm. In Washington, we you can get paid the next day for yeah. your equipment and for your land. Yeah. Getting paid for your license is going to take about a year or so. Right, right. So, so once we so once we have that meal, like once we figure out what we have, what we don't have, what's the next thing we should do? Uh, so, if whatever you don't have, you want to draft up. That's right. <laughs> you want to make sure, like I said, get it right, get it right, get it safe. <laughs> Yeah, you definitely want to draft up the ducks. I swear to God, I'm going to, yeah, anyway. (laughs) I just keep embarrassing myself today. It's fucking Friday for me. It is. It's Friday for us. We're we're recording. She can't stop talking about the Falcon something. I don't know. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Cut the check. (laughs) See? You see what I'm saying? Anybody that knows Anthony Mackie and Falcon (laughs) and the Winter Soldier, shout out fucking Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. Anyway. Okay, I'm going to marry Chris Evans, but anyways. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, yeah, whatever you don't have, you realize, hey, we don't have an operating agreement, draft it up. Yeah. You don't have a whatever the fuck, draft it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that includes actually acknowledging, which we just had happen not that long ago, was that this person's like, look, I'm I need a I'm gonna open up a bank account and this person is still showing up on our roster as mm-hmm. a governor in our building, yet he hasn't been with the company for six years. You know? And Holy so shit. yeah, and so but it was something that they had done That's years ago. Yeah. They had they had done this like a number of years ago, and they just never cleaned it up. Yeah, you know they never cleaned it up. They never because it really wasn't. It didn't bother them. It was like you know he's gone. We're good, and we just moved on with the business. And and he wasn't missed. It was an amicable departure, mm-hmm. and you know they just kind of went about their life. But they but had they never op- made it official. They never made it official. Yeah. And so when they're opening up this bank account, you know the bank is like, well, who's this other random person that is showing up on your business records? And they're yeah. like, well, he hasn't been here for six years. They're like, okay, that's really nice and all, but where's the documentation to show that? <laughs> and so so even six years later having someone departed we had to formalize that document and to say like this person left as of six years yeah. ago yeah and that's it I mean it was a very simple document to draft but nonetheless as as you're moving through these processes like you'd be surprised at what banks want or what yeah. investors want to see um but all those there's I haven't seen anything that we haven't been able to overcome um so far yeah. yet I mean so. the, I mean that's kind of 
America, America, right? America. It's like very corporation, business friendly. Yeah, tries to for be sure. At least. Yeah. Um, so whatever you don't have, you probably can work around or do something yeah. with. Yeah. Um, and that's so. yeah, and that's and that's including the corporate documents to actually sell your interest. So yeah. is it is it you're selling your membership and you're selling the business as a whole, and then that is being you know purchased by someone mm-hmm. else, or if you're totally selling and closing up shop and, and yeah. moving on. So you have to make sure that you have the right documents set up there to make sure that the closing up structure right. is solid. Which again, shameless plug, that's, I mean, it's always going to be beneficial to have a lawyer draft that exactly. up for you because whenever money gets involved, whenever very, you're selling your interest, very you're selling shady. your company, very money shady. gets involved, people get crazy. Yes, so very crazy. Want- you want you, tight documents, get it right. Like get that person, right. yeah, get like that tight. person that left six years ago from the business, if he finds out that this business is being sold for $500,000, yeah. all of a sudden, if he realizes, like, I'm still on the roster, this was never formalized, like, that could still, be a heartburn to still, come yeah. back. I can still get my he cut of this business. He can come up and business. be like, cut the chick. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, and so, so I know it sounds like we're being a little bit more paranoid, but it really isn't that way because we've seen it happen. Yeah. We've seen this happen. As much as people say, you know what, my brother in law was in the business, he would never do that to me. Like Mio right. said, when it's money, oh, honey, everything's out the door. Like yeah. people get so greedy and it's so crazy and they just really lose their fucking shit. Yeah. But, so yeah, so once you have that, you figure out what you have, cool, cool, cool. You figure out your your drafting, your corporate documents, cool, cool, cool. Well, then you got to figure out what state business documents you also need. Because now that's a separate, that's a whole separate other right. issue. Because you got to make it official. Official right. in the sense of like, y'all between you and your business partners can decide whatever you want amongst each other, you know, and mm-hmm. um, and draft up whatever, you know. If it, Your contract can even be on a napkin for all... Sure. care for all anybody sure. cares it could be on a napkin and you guys can agree and whatever the fuck mm-hmm. but your business still should i mean i hopefully your hopefully. business is registered with the state <laughs> and your business yes, has should. a business license <laughs> it should be um so there's you know there's official government registrations or documents that are filed with the state with whoever yeah to 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 you know shift the business to another person yep. or to shut it down completely like yep. and that that is for tax purposes, mm-hmm. that's for Business auditing purposes. purposes. Yeah. yeah, there's just like a number of reasons why you just got to, now you have to move from your personal contracts mm-hmm. to the state um, right. forms yeah. to get that all wrapped Cause up. Because also, I mean, you can also think of it as a way of like, this is the official, like, you're putting the public on notice. Like, hey, mm-hmm. you know what? This company doesn't exist anymore because whatever you file with the state is, especially with the Secretary of State, is public record for the most part. Um, depending on the state, obviously there's certain anonymity levels. But um, yeah, as far as the actual company and its its status of whether it's active or whatever the fuck is mm-hmm. public record. So that, you know, again, you guys can, you and your business partners can decide amongst yourselves. You know what? We're just not going to do business together anymore. It's just, we're going to fold the company. Okay. That's great and all, but we should also tell the public. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Because otherwise someone's going to, I don't know, 
act like they're your company and steal it and then do business or some shit and then you're going to be so liable. shady. Who knows? Yeah. Who it knows? Shit can happen. Anything can happen. The and it has is anybody's happened. oyster. Yes. And it has happened. It has happened. Like yeah. people, people will take advantage of certain specific situations that, mm-hmm. I mean, just like as, dormant businesses as lawyers, or whatever the fuck. As lawyers, we've seen some like, like the weirdest things happen. Like, oh, 100%. like there's no way that we would have thought about this, but there's always these creative person that's mm-hmm. like and I mean, there's also a scam for everything let's be real so. yeah and there's a scam for everything huh. and so you'd be so you'd be surprised and not surprised at the extent that people will go to yeah. make a buck off of somebody else's yep. Yep. um swept so it's really so it's really shitty and really interesting yeah but again so Just usually stay tight, stay, stay tight, stay on top of, stay on top of all these ducks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, so I mean, okay, so we know that we have to file these things with the state. Yeah. What does that usually entail? So if it's secretary of state, is there, there's usually a form, right? That you have yeah. to So you file, file your forms um, and it gets just, it really depends on the type of business structure, but you go. Yeah. The way that I do it is I, I do it the same way that I would when I'm creating a business. I go to the secretary of state. I'm like, okay, what files do I need to file mm-hmm. for an LLC versus a corp? Cool. I get that taken mm-hmm. care of. Then I'm like, I look at the state. I'm like, okay, what do I need to do to close this up and make sure that, you know, my taxes are paid, that I mm-hmm. I have my account is all set up so I get the final dissolution papers, yep. you know, whatever, whatever that is. So I usually, so that's like the steps that I, mm-hmm. that I take obviously right after we've done everything else. So that's almost kind of, we're so close. That's almost the end. But the real end. The real, real end. The real, real end is when you get that money. Cut the check. (laughs) See, I think we're at a hundred. I think she said that a hundred times. I'm going to keep saying, I swear to cut the check. hundred and one. But yeah, so getting paid. Getting paid is truly, truly like the last thing that you should have, you get paid even after you close, right? Like yeah, you, you get paid even after you close. So if so, if an agreement is written properly, um, you should have literally all the documents that they are requesting will be called due diligence documents, right? Yep. So you have everything that needs in this agreement. They can see what they're doing. They can see blah blah blah, and then you get paid. Mm-hmm. Um, just got paid. Just got paid, and then right, boom, you're done. Right. That's it. That's the last step. Literally, that's the last step. You're done. Very with the very business. last step. We're done. It's the best step, too. It is the best step. But, like, if you're – and I have to emphasize this again. Like, when you're dealing with cannabis licenses, mm-hmm. which is what I mentioned earlier, figuring out what your business has and what doesn't have in Washington, you can sell your equipment, you can sell your property, you can sell a bunch of other stuff un- that are related but separately from the license, mm-hmm. and you can get paid the next day, right? But when it comes with the license, the LCB has to approve – your sale, mm-hmm. and then upon their approval, which could take up to a year, mm-hmm. it is not until that point after they approve, after they close and everything's, all the I's are dotted and T's are crossed, is when you get the check. Yeah. And so it is our recommendation when you're looking at, for at least for Washington, when you're looking at these businesses, um, figuring out what you can what you get paid on now, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the easiest thing. That's yeah. the the quickest come up is being like, what can I what can I turn over tomorrow? Yeah. Um, because the license you're looking at a year. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, because I mean, they're even I mean, you know, I said California, your license is attached to the business, and it's and that's 
still true. I mean, you can still sell the property that the business owns. You just got to, you know, have a lease. I mean, there's different steps that you have to take right. in order to do that, but you can still get paid immediately in that sense. But California's the same, Oregon's the same. If you're going to sell, if you're going to if that license ownership is going to change at all, you got to you got to get approval. Yeah. You can't get paid until you get that approval. Okay. Yeah. And if you get paid beforehand, you're running a muck. And yeah. I do mean in this most serious Especially way. Especially in Washington. I'm not Especially sure how Washington I'm not sure how sticky it is. Quite in forgiving. And yes, quite unforgiving and to be able to 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 change money between buyer and seller. And it sucks because people again really see that money sign they're like, "Oh my gosh, my license is worth $400,000. I am going to get that tomorrow. I'm as soon as as soon as these documents are signed, I get paid." Yeah. And it's like, "No, it really is not the case like we have to have a letter in hand from the state saying you are approved yeah or the buyer is approved or the buyer is approved like it's a letter in hand yeah to be able to say i confidently can get paid for this transaction now right. and not have to worry about it anymore right. so which also is super important for i mean this is also why we kind of suggest having lawyers at least is because we have escrow connections too you want to make sure that the buyer has money has money and if you just kind of don't use escrow services and, I mean, you know, people who've bought in a house or, you know, have bought any type of real property or use any escrow for anything, you know that that just means that the buyer has already relinquished their control of that fund for, you know, for so that it's saved for you. Mm-hmm. Um, because otherwise, if you don't use that, you know, the buyer can sign all this and then he can just go and spend his money. Mm-hmm. And then he gets the license transferred to him, and then you can't do anything about it. Because yeah. you got the license. I mean, he li- I mean, you could sue him, but, like, yeah, still. But, yeah, I mean, there's some things you can do. I mean, do, there's but... something you can do, obviously. But <laughs> as far as, like, you getting paid immediately, oh, yeah. no, then you definitely yeah. want to put make sure that that money yeah. is put somewhere. Yeah, 100%. Because, yeah, if, if that happens, you're in a battle for another few years at yep. a minimum to try yep. to get something back. and. Um, yeah, it's and then just your it's just might end up taking. It, yeah, a might not even there might not even be anything to have. Yeah, which is absolutely terrifying. Check. So yeah, so getting getting paid it is such a tricky as easy as it sounds. It is very tricky when we're doing businesses. Also, people like to have they like to get paid like a, a certain time frame because it just works better with their taxes and stuff. Yeah. So yep, that's absolutely. really important for you to have an, a conversation with your accountant as well. Like absolutely. what makes fiscal sense for me to sell? Um, most people aren't on timeline to, mm-hmm. to sell their business. Sometimes they are, but if you have that luxury, definitely look into that and see what'll, what'll work for you. So yeah, cause it is, it's, it's yeah. taxable income That's right. as a seller. It's, it's taxable income. You want right. to make sure that you're getting it if you're, you know, if you want to minimize your taxes or whatever, mm-hmm. you're getting it in installments mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Yeah. So. So if you follow these four steps, which is gather your docs, draft up anything that you're missing, draft up the state and formalization of these documents, and then finally really figure out and and really tailor your expectations of when you're <laughs> going to get that dough. Yeah. You are pretty set and you are so much more ahead of mm-hmm. so many people that yeah. try to do this. And so they got to fight for whatever the fuck. Yeah. Gotta, yeah. 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 So yeah. Follow fo- following this overall summary. You should be pr- in pretty good shape. Again, there are so many other issues that can come about with, with these, but feel free to hit us up. Feel free to ask us some questions. Yeah. We're always here to help. So Yeah, because, I mean, like, we did this four-part series. What, cumul- cumulatively, it's like 20 minutes for each part. Yeah, so it's there's just minutes. no way that we can cover But, you know, we wouldn't be – we would be out of business if it was this simple. <laughs> 
I mean, we've so had, we're here to help yeah. you out. You know, we're here. I mean, this this series was intended for you to As a get an idea. Yeah, yeah, it's for a what needs to happen, and you know, for you to make educated decisions about where you're going to spend your resources. Yep. Yep. So, um, so, so yeah, so please reach out. We're always happy to help. Um, you know, even our consultations, yeah. our consultations, even on this topic alone are about an hour. Yeah. So for us to kind of zoom over these topics yeah. is, is, is pretty, is pretty, uh, limited information, but nonetheless, again, it'll give you a really, really good starting point of what you th- need to think about as you're, yeah. as you're exiting out. Yeah. So, um, as we're doing this, we have a very interesting strain of choice. Yeah. For today's okay, but episode. okay, this is this is because Bobby made the decision of allowing me to choose the strain of choice. This, this is. Week. I feel and like this is a mistake. I, I don't know yet. <laughs> I I feel no, like it, it's it's relevant. But let me tell you why it's relevant. I got to preface the strain of choice with a story. All right? Oh yes, please, please so tell the I story. Had, it's wild. I, I, wild. It's got a story. <laughs> story time. I had I had a dream this past week about. Me, I mean, in the dream, I lost my tooth. I lost my molar, specifically. And I was like, it felt so fucking real. And I woke up and I literally had to check if I still have my molar. But anyway, so I tweeted about this, right? And my friend tweeted back and was like, yo, I just got this dream book um, that apparently analyzes dreams. Um, So let me tell you, let me show you the page of what it means to lose your teeth in your dreams. And apparently when you lose your teeth in your dreams, it signifies the ending of attachments or kind of change in your life, right? And that's exactly what I feel like closing up and winding up your business is, is you're ending the attachment. Your business was your baby. It was your baby and you're ending that attachment. It is a big change in your life and you're going to move on to new ventures. It's a whole end of a chapter. And anyway, so that's why it's teeth related. Strain of choice. (laughs) Strain of choice this week, y'all, is called false teeth. And bear with me, the description's kind of nasty because the, the strain is kind of nasty. But uh, um, so apparently false teeth is related to the, uh, the gene of a strain called grandpa's breath, which... It sounds exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I have never tried it before, so I ain't going to say anything about it, but that's what it's based on. Um, but anyway, so it's, a, it's an indica, false teeth is an indica dominant hybrid. Um, it emits fruity and earthy sweetness. It's supposed to be real good, real good, um, real potent, and it helps calm you. It's, it's all that jazz. Anyway, so that's false teeth. And that's why, it's, that's why I think it's related to this one. This is how my mind works. But I promise if you hire me as your lawyer, I will be more direct with my thoughts. <laughs> which is, and I which is saying a lot. My clients can attest. I can just say. Yes. True, true. All right, y'all. You know you, where you can find us. You can find us on Facebook at Cultiva Law. You can find me on Instagram at Fabia Cultiva Law. Find me on Instagram, Fabi. Or Fabi. <laughs> Follow me also. Yeah, okay. no, I mean she's. I mean she's. Yeah, she's. 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 She's everything. But, <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram, Mio at Cultiva Law. We also have Instagram for this podcast. Yeah, yeah, cultivating, cultivating conversations. Four twenty. But show. Um, find us there too. And yeah. And that's a wrap for wrap the our for four the business four business series. Yeah, we'll be coming back. 
Um, and next time with another really titillating topic. Titillating topic. Um, which will probably, yeah, there's been a lot of discussions. There's been a lot of movement. About a lot Especially of stuff. Especially in the hemp world. Yes. Vape hemp. world, I should Ooh, say. Yes, also there's vape. There's been a lot of movement. Yes, so there's been a lot of crazy things. So We're going to start talking yes. all about that stuff. Yes, so stay tuned for our next episodes. And. Alrighty. Alrighty. Hope Bye. Hope you have a good time. Bye. Bye.